do TV animators mainly use preset poses and focus on the in-betweens or are presets mainly for mouth shapes? Well, that's a, that's hmm. a really good question. That's a good question. And it changed from one production to the other. Yeah, uh, it really does. And yeah. it's it, my information might be outdated because I did a lot of TV work back in the 2D days. I did work in 3D pro, uh, television productions. Don't get me wrong, but it's been mm -hmm. a long time. Um, so let, let's just say that a pose library, whether it's a pose library of poses, of end poses, mm -hmm. or facial expression, or phonemes, uh, it, it's always a good practice to have. Whether you're on an animated feature or TV, it, it it doesn't matter. It's not because you need to go fast that it's better to have it. Ideally, you have it no matter what. Uh, one of the one of the usually production that don't have it um, is often because they didn't have time or they did yeah. not took the time to do it yeah, in pre-production. Or, or they don't know what, what they're doing. Because there's not enough uh, uh, yeah. budget, because it's too ambitious, because the rigs arrived too late, because there's been a change of design, whatever the reason. They just didn't have the time <laughs> or they did not took the time. Uh, and that's the same for TV or feature. Uh, so, I mean, would it be even more important in TV when you need to go fast? Yeah, of course. Uh, but do you have more pre-production time because you're in TV? No, you don't. You have, you know, e either the same budget or much less to produce a lot more of uh, content. So it's not because you work on TV series that you had the time in pre-production to build all of those libraries. Uh, ideally, this is something that would be built during the production. So let's say on the first two episodes, you have a system that each animator is going to be, okay, I did this mouth shape, I did this facial expression. And then you have maybe supervisors that are going to be more in charge to filter and double check what goes in the library that everyone is going to use uh, afterwards. Um, but yeah, when you're working on, on TV and let's say you have 30 seconds a, a week to animate, usually, yes, you focus on key poses. You do a good job at making stuff move well under <laughs> between those poses and that's it. You need to, to, to move on. Um, so yeah, it was a, a long answer to, to this one, but it's important for any production, not just TV. Yeah, I agree. It's at the end of the day, we have to always remember that this is an art form, but it's also a business. And it's that sort of that that junction between art and commerce that's always a little bit tricky to deal with. And so productions need to be very clever at making sure that they don't make the lives of the their, their artists miserable, if you know, that's at least hopefully part of the plan. Um, and making sure that they're not cutting corners that are going to show up in a negative way in the final production. So by pre-preparing a library this is key like this is the way it was even back in 2d right like there was there was economy was always a main thing this is what gave birth to a lot of even even forms of animation like upa um like pink panther like stuff for uh, the flintstones they had a very sort of certain style where they would like like it's all but reusing as much as possible. They would even have many, many frames where the body just stayed static and it was just a held cell and they were moving only just the body parts. This was something that started as an economic sort of, sort of, uh, you know, a maneuver to kind of make, uh, build efficiency and in, in economies into the process so that they could mass produce these shows. Um, and make them quick as well, because it was a television series. So there people were expecting to see these like every week. Also, it was for, um, it, it, well, it started as that, but then it just became almost a style in itself, which is, I think, kind of interesting. And like, you know, for instance, um, people would be doing like, um, 
they would build like a library of drawn mouth shapes. And there was a reason like you, you still look at the Flintstones and their, the angle of their head is always the same whenever they're talking. So they could just reuse those same mouth shapes over and over and over again. It also produces something that a lot of feature films have a hard time doing without having enough time. Um, it's about consistency, right? That's another thing. So if you're ripping through these things, you got a bunch of people that might be new, how are they all going to draw and animate the same way? So it's really just, it's all, coming from the same mentality and just they've, we've come up with more um, way, more interesting ways of being able to reuse because this stuff is captured digitally that we can sort of repurpose in even more creative ways, more so than just a, a 2D drawing. Scott um, stole some of the thunder and he totally um, wrote a perfect answer to this, which is all about a really good, well-produced, a well-organized TV series um, will absolutely have a well-stocked library of assets, walk cycles, run cycles. And a lot of the time, you'll see a lot of these same kinds of shots. And the storyboard artists start to learn those shots too so that they plan the, the shows out accordingly knowing that they can rely and leverage um rely on and leverage these sort of library that they know they have at their disposal if you're not seeing these things on your production it's probably because of one of the reasons that david already stated one of them might be because they might be new at television productions which in case you might want to um jump off the ship before it's <laughs> <Run>. the <iceberg. laughs> yeah, exactly because it's uh, not gonna go super well <laughs> 